congratulations, you. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Yes, you are. We're joined by the living legends in electronic music in New Zealand and also two artists that probably spend the most on hydrogen peroxide, uh, definitely in New Zealand. It's Will and Nick from Saatchi. <laughs> how are you two going today? Good, good bro. How are you? Very good. Very, very good. good. Now, um, we're, we're, over, we're doing this over Zoom. You're based in LA, but the sun is streaming through both of your windows. And <laughs> I got to say, it looks beautiful. Um, the, when did you make the move to LA and uh, how's it been treating you so far? We've kind of been back and forth over the past few years, really. Um, but we, I mean, we're, we're not, yeah, we're, we're based half in New Zealand, half over here. We kind of just escape the winters and work on music in the summertime over here and then go back to, to New Zealand and play shows and um, enjoy the summers down there. So it's, it's not a bad life, but um, we're back and forth. We've been back a few times to New Zealand this, this year already. And yeah, I imagine it'll be pretty similar going forth like we'll just be back and forth between the two but it's definitely a nice uh city to spend some time and there's great people to work with out here and um yeah it's been really good nice and i imagine because it's la it's one of the biggest cities on the planet there's so much opportunity as well did it get to a point in nz you're like oh it's actually better that we're over there because we're collaborating with people that are based over there anyway yeah, I mean, totally. There's there's so much music and kind of culture that's going on over here. And I think that kind of cross-pollination um, between cultures has always been something that's been really inspiring to us. But I think, like, to be able to be ambidextrous for both, like spend time working in New Zealand and then spend time working um, over here. And, you know, we've done a bunch of writing last year. We were working on a bunch of tunes at the moment that we wrote. We went to Stockholm and did a bunch of writing there as well. And I think... Yeah, just being able to get the kind of tastes for what other people are doing in other cities within our kind of realm of electronic music is really inspiring and I think really important for like a, a rounded sound, you know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I guess, yeah, you, the way you've got it set up is you've got the best of both worlds. You can, you know, go where you need to be when you need to be there. Now, speaking yeah. of tunes, you've just dropped... Uh, the song of the summer which is one of the most overused tropes but it, it truly is a banger it's called those tears and you've collabed with goodfella and bim and it's wicked um how long has that track been sitting in the works and how does it feel to have it out there in the world man that was one of the ones It's it's been in the works for a while in different forms but it was we literally finished it with kyle who's goodfella and then two weeks, probably like two or three weeks later, it came out. It was one of these sort of random um, super fun. Like it's just one of like clever. It's never like that. It's like normally you're sitting on songs for months, 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 if not years before it comes out. But there's a bit of a backstory behind it. I'll, I'll give you the long story short. But we wrote a song called Those Tears when we were in Sweden um, last year. And then we we liked the instrumental, but we didn't like the vocal as much so then we took the vocal off sent this instrumental around to a bunch of writers who's bim and then she sent back um this amazing vocal on it uh and then we got in the studio with kyle good fella just one day and i was like oh what do you think of this played it to him he's like dude this is sick let's finished it and then um we worked on it and then his label like we want to put this out we want to put this out in like three weeks we're like all right sweet let's do it and then, then it came out which was super fun because it was like when when it came out, well, I was still like, oh sweet, this feels like fresh, like that we've just made it, and it's not like something that we've just been like 
sitting around in the bank being like, is this even good anymore? <laughs> like, yeah, you have like, that self-doubt going in because you've listened oh, to it a hundred times. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I talk to a lot of artists and they say how, you know, the album that they put out, they finished it a year ago and it's just waiting up on, you know, the release window. But that's amazing that uh, at the level that you two are as Sarchi, you can just still just pump out the track when it's done. Boom, put it up there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, uh, you mentioned earlier about uh, you jump in between LA and NZ and you are coming home to play uh, a few shows, which is super, super exciting. One that I'm particularly excited about is Rhythm and, is, sorry, wow, Rhythm and Alps. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Central Otago lad. I was born in Invercargill, but I love going to Rhythm and Alps. I think it might be my seventh one. Uh, are you looking forward wow. to that? Yeah, totally. Like, we both love Central Otago and I spent a lot of time down there as well. I mean, the Cadrona Valley holds a dear place in my heart and um, it's such a beautiful festival site. And I think, you know, the guys that put on the festival always do such a good job. We played it once before, but years ago. So I think coming back is, yeah, we've been so excited all year when that one came through. It was a, a real a real treat for us. Yeah, and it really is a, such a unique festival because... Mm. It's it's so small and you're so far out of the way. You're, it's a twenty minute drive up the Cadrona Valley and you've got these beautiful mountains around you. Um, oh, it yeah. must feel incredible to be on that stage and look out uh, into that. Is there when you do a show that's your show? You put on a Saatchi show as opposed to when you're playing at a festival. Do you find that there's a difference there? Do you find it harder to get into the uh, win the crowd over? I guess it's. It really just depends, man, there's like, we've played some real bad shows and we've played some real good shows. Like, and it's so funny because you'll, you'll never know. And we always have like a, a debrief afterwards that we're like, oh, that went really good or that didn't work as well as we thought or that, that took longer than we thought it was going to be. And, you know, even sometimes at our own shows, we're like, oh, okay, that one felt a little bit weird or that one felt a little bit like this, like that. And then like, we'll play a, random festival in like regional Australia or something like that and we're like that was that was absolutely mad we were walking on stage thinking no one would know who the hell we were and like yeah we're in like Mackay in Queensland or something like that and then we're like oh that was actually sick so man you just never know and and like yeah and yeah it's it's a a super weird feeling but thankfully we've played predominantly more good shows than we have bad (laughs) shows over our years um but you know the bad shows the bad shows are humbling and you kind of like you got you kind of yeah makes you makes you take things back to the drawing board sometimes so it's good to have a little refresh every so often yeah i guess it's i mean you'd you'd have to have more good good shows than bad shows considering you two are like the leaders (laughs) in like aotearoa based electronic geos um it's incredible just watching your journey over the last few years you just go from height to height to height and there's no sign of slowing down anytime soon do you ever have to take a step back and pinch yourselves and just go wow look at what we've achieved here i mean totally like i feel like there's always little lampposts along the journey that are like opportunities to yeah sit back and kind of take it all in. I mean, I think back to like, if our, you know, 16, we, we started the band when we were 16, 15, we first started making song electronic stuff together under the Saatchi name. And I think at that point, you know, like what we had wanted to do with the music and what our kind of dreams were like to be able to show those kids now what we're doing. I think it, I always think 
think about that and how you know excited those uh those kids would have been but you know i think i think really we we're we're such we're so ambitious and i think we've really got quite lofty goals when when we're working and i think you know we always say you know we're just getting started which i think to some degree is is true you know yeah oh that's so so great to hear and i mean what, what what is the next goal i mean unless they're top secret and we can't find out what's the next the the next checkpoint for sachi i mean i think just growing in america and growing in the rest of the world we've been really lucky that we've had a lot of success in new zealand um and a little bit in australia as well and i think it's just kind of like growing in the these bigger markets like america is literally like 300 times the size of new zealand which is like it's hard to put it's hard to think but, you know, you just look at the runs that these other artists and stuff are doing, especially over like the summer American summer periods. And it's like they're playing 10, 20,000 festival, 10, 10 20,000 people festivals multiple times a week for months on end. Like there's just every little corner of the map is just like there's people there that want to go to shows. And it's like the scale of it. And it's not until you really hear that you like realize how big it is and like how big the market is and how there is room for everyone. Um, so I think like that's, that's been like, it's also humbling, but it's, it's very inspiring because it's like, we're starting from pretty much scratch out here and we've got to build to the top, but, um, that's, that's the goal. And yeah, we're, we're definitely like ambitious, but it's, I don't think it's, it's not unrealistic, I should say. No. And it's, it's good to be ambitious yeah. and it is crazy to think the States is 300 times bigger. Like, yeah, the market crazy. there is, can't even compare to what we've got here in NZ. I nah, don't blame you. Cool for um splitting the summers hey um <laughs> thank you so much for chatting to us we really really appreciate it here um the track is those tears it's uh, with sachi goodfella and bim and it's amazing you'll also be playing at rhythm and alps the homecoming you can get your tickets at rhythmandalps.co.nz any final words for the listeners shout out radio one shout out all the radio one listeners um thank you guys all for the support and for tuning in and we can't wait to come back and play rhythm and alps and hopefully see a few familiar faces there it's going to be banging see you guys so much cheers will cheers nick uh we'll see you in a few weeks yeah yeah it's gonna be main legend Thank you for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There's heaps more at r1.co.nz.